I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. Uh, welcome to the Best of Teach Show where we're going to be getting into the NFL and the NBA. Rigging games, being exposed, scandals. Um, that's what Julie Green's prophetic words are going to be talking about. And uh, we already saw Arian Foster, I think last week, actually talking about how he got a script for each game in the NFL. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot more according to Julie Green's prophetic word. We're also going to have Curtis Grimes live tonight. You're going to really love him. Uh, again, he was on The Voice in the top eight and uh, got a great contract and was doing all kinds of uh, great music. But he went away from the cabal system and he's on his own doing awesome work showing how you can fight this cabal in the arts and entertainment. Um, just like Mary Crowley's fighting in the, in the uh, creating movies, he's, he's doing it in music. And uh, really is an encouragement to many people that we got to take back that mountain of arts and entertainment, including music, including um, obviously uh, movies, etc. And uh, I'm real proud to have him coming on. Uh, he's a, he is a great soul and fighting uh, patriot, fighting a Christian patriot, fighting this battle. So it is going to be awesome. So uh, we also are going to be talking about this. This is the State of the Union, all kinds of these Twitter Twitter files. There's so much news I could do a two-hour show easy without Curtis. So we'll get as much done as we can here in the next 25 minutes or so until he comes on. But just wanted to welcome everybody from Tennessee and Michigan, California, all on Facebook. I see tons of people about backstage as well. Thank you for being on Rumble Rants. Uh, um, really appreciate you guys. Remember, you guys he can hit the join the chat live chat and chat with us there. That's one thing that uh, the Rumble people aren't real used to. So I think you'll enjoy that if you. Uh, can do that on your phone. Just say join live live chat. All right, let's roll on this. Um, we're going to dig into as much as we can in the next 25 minutes. Breaking: An investigative journalist says the U.S. bombed the Nord Stream pipeline, and that's interesting. We kind of have heard some of that, but now uh, a report claims that Joe Biden oversaw a top secret mission in which specialized U.S. Navy diving teams bombed the underwater Nord Stream pipeline, supplying Russia. Russian gas to Western Europe. Obviously, they blame this on Europe, uh, on Russia, <laughs> blowing up their own pipeline, which is just incredibly silly. 
This is the New World Order's doing, I believe. This is this fraudulent administration is a New World Order puppet, and uh, they're going to do whatever they tell them to do. So that's why I see, think you see that. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist at Seymour Hirsch, best known for uncovering stories such as May Lai Massacre in Vietnam and prisoner abuse in Abu Ghraib in Iraq, claims in a 5,000-word published report on Substack that the bombing of the Nord Stream pipelines was a black op ordered by President Biden and executed by the CIA in collaboration with Norway. So in, collabor in, in collaboration with Norway, amazing. The operation, according to Hirsch, was distinguished as a NATO exercise known as Baltic Operation 22, Baltops 22, which took place off the coast of Germany in June 2022. Hirsch writes that the decision to sabotage the pipelines came after top secret planning with the U.S. National Security Committee for over nine months, with the focus being on how to execute the mission with no overt evidence of responsibility. The divers planted C4 explosives on three pipelines in June 2022, which were detonated three months later using the sonar buoy, that, that's the, the floating thing, <laughs> buoy, <laughs> that transmitted a signal to trigger the bombs. The attack was reportedly a response to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine and aimed at ending Europe's reliance on Russia gas and disrupting Moscow's income from gas sales, which have funded its war effort. Um, it's trying to create war for the New World Order since they know they're, they are getting, they're getting wiped out by the Lord God Almighty. <laughs> they don't think he exists, but they will know that soon. Um, Hirsch published a sensational report on his substack citing a source with direct knowledge of the planning behind the alleged bombing of Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. The bombing, which occurred on September 26th, continues to puzzle investigators, but its geopolitical consequences were significant. Russia, who suspects the U.S., estimates repair costs will be at least $500 million, but not, but has not confirmed they, that they will fix the pipelines. Hirsch 5,000-word report claims that the diving specialist trained at the U.S. Navy Diving and Salvage Center in Florida planted the explosives. You can see how much details here. This is not like just some type of rumor. These divers are said to have carried out the secret mission during the highly publicized Baltops 22 military exercise in the Baltic Sea in June 2022, which involved 16 NATO countries. The U.S. divers reportedly used the event as a cover for the top secret operation. A White House spokesman dismissed the report as false and complete fiction. And the CIA spokesman also said that this claim is completely and utterly false. They're caught. In February 2023, President Biden stated the U.S. would put an end to Nord Stream if Russia invaded Ukraine, <laughs> responding cryptically when asked, how would you do that? By saying, I promise you, we will be able to do it. The press conference took place in Russia. At, I'm sorry, the, the press conference took place as Russia was deploying a large number of troops in support to Ukraine in preparation for the invasion, which began February 24th. Guys, this is a... This is a it's just so sad to see the New World Order United States government in this fraudulent government, but that's what we have right now. And this is a breaking news that is a pretty pretty amazing that, that, that he's got all the details, the name of the op, who was involved, Norway, all the other NATO countries. This goes on for quite a while. It's, it's very detailed. I think you guys would enjoy that. So sign up for the show notes. Those are free. Just go to blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com. You have this and the sub stack, et cetera. 
I think you really enjoy uh, digging into that a little bit more. Kevin McCarthy blasts Biden for goading GOP with false claims at the so too. He knew it was not true. So we had this, the, the State of the Union by the jokester, um, the geriatric um, um, candidate. It was really funny watching it on Bard's, uh, what's that called, Badlands uh, Media did a great job with P Patel Patriot and a bunch of others where they would put funny text at the bottom of, of, of Biden, um, actually. So, so the link I gave you yesterday, go watch that. They'd put it, while Biden was speaking, they'd put funny um, or, or um, text at the bottom to talk about what was really going on. It was really well done. And uh, showing some of what Trump was posting on Truth Social at the same time. But McCarthy responds on Fox and Friends after GOP members erupt at Biden's Social Security Medicare claims. This is a common tactic of uh, the the liars in in, in the uh, uh, on the left, but again, all, also with the the, the Reiners as well. But he said Wednesday on Fox and Friends that President Bush falsely claimed Republicans want to cut Social Security and Medicare. McCarthy said that some GOP members erupted in anger, including MTG. I saw that, and at the State of the Union because of goading from Biden with with false claims. And you can uh, listen to that all here. Again, you have the link to all that. But obviously, um, this was an absolutely false claim. And just that's what Biden does. He lies and lies and lies some more. Hey, this episode is, is being brought to you by, by uh, MyPillow. Guys, you've got to try these MyPillow 2.0. If you haven't ever bought a MyPillow, this is the time to do it. The MyPillows were awesome. Better, best pillow ever, right? But MyPillow 2.0 it even does a better job with temperature control. If you do any almost any pillow, it gets it changes its shape over time. It also gets really hot, or the temperature. The this does a marvelous job. Just make sure when you get it, you put it on low heat in in the dryer for 15 minutes, and, and man, and it's not as chunky as the my pillow one. So I love my pillow too. I, that's the only thing I'm using now to sleep. You'll love it. I'm great for Valentine's Day. Also, the the I think I've sold you these slippers. Um, my favorite are um, these men's moccasin slippers. They have women's moccasin slippers too. They, they, they're really fuzzy and, and massive padding. Most comfortable slippers by far, or any type of, of shoe ever. For those of you who want more of the year-round slip-ons, they have those. I think I showed you my daughters as well that, that we're getting were, you know, to the all kinds, all kinds of shapes. They come really well packed in boxes. Beautiful for Valentine's Day. So get yourself some slippers. MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the B2T code. B2T. That's how you support Mike Dell. Support this ministry. Uh, it's a win-win-win because you get a, a huge discount. Look at these $150 slippers for only $49.98. Um, well worth it too, and all kinds of different styles and colors and sizes, obviously, as well as uh, whether you w whatever you think your loved one um, may may like. Or get some stuff, some for yourself too. Don't forget, <laughs> you can wrap them up and give them to that person to say, hey, these are these are mine. So again, B2T code, the B2T code at mypillow.com. I think you'll really enjoy it. The links down below as well. Biden declared victory in handling illegal immigration while Mexico seats overwhelming surges. Biden just, just totally um, lied again about the border, right? He, he avoided it, but when he talked about it, it was, he almost, he's almost like claiming victory. It's just really crazy. Mexico has been overwhelmed with migrants as President Joe Biden takes a victory lap on how January border numbers, according to Spanish-speaking media reports. The Biden administration recently introduced a program for certain migrants to enter the U.S. legally via parole for two years if they have a sponsor or through the CBP 
One app, Biden declared a victory Tuesday during the State of the Union address in driving illegal immigration down with the new programs, and which was, was an absolute lie, right? That's, uh, we're getting used to that with, uh, with this uh, fraudulent president. Um, breaking, former Twitter exec Royal uh, Roth admits Hunter Biden laptop story in New York Post did not violate Twitter policies. So uh, they were censoring everything just based on political bent and trying to take down President Trump. That's all there is to it. It isn't, uh, and so these the Twitter files are going on right now at the, these hearings and a lot of things are going on there. Very, uh, very, very uh, explosive things are, are, are being shown and this is one of them. Uh, it, it isn't clearly volative of our hack material policy, nor is it clearly in violation of anything else. A message from Yul Roth, read by Representative Andy Biggs, stated. So this is a role, Yul, he's the one that was responsible for this, this uh, you know, the, the, the censoring. So he was doing it based on the FBI wanted to do it. Basically, you had the, a weaponized government trying to take out the President of the United States duly elected president of the United States. That's the scary part about this whole thing. But there's a lot going on. You can get a lot more detail here. You'll have everything in the show notes if you want to forward this on to friends and family. Here's Donald Trump saying, watch Twitter hearings going on right now in Washington. They admit that the president election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. What are, is going to be done about this? So there's a lot, a lot, lot about showing that. Not, not only the Twitter files, um, not only showing that the the, the laptop was, was, was uh, was was actually um, all the information on the laptop was censored, and then and it's also getting into the shots. And this was this is a five minute clip. I don't have time to play it all, but uh, guys, very powerful. Um, and we'll have it again in the show notes. So just go to blessedteach.com. Make sure you get the show notes. You have all everything I show you every single night. You'll have access to really quickly. Nancy Mace goes full based mode on former Twitter hack bosses for censoring scientists medical views on covid so here's a little bit uh, of this looks like it's going to make me refresh again real quick but this is a beautiful this is this is on twitter you can find that as well twitter fires files were not just about hunter biden's laptop twitter files make it apparent twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate covid information Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford who once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity. Thanks to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of trends blacklist. Apparently the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot. But it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain and I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I know- Wow. Right there you have a Congress person, uh, Nancy Mace, just coming out and telling the public that's watching these Twitter hearings that she got the shot, she got the booster, and boom. This is big news, guys. I really think that finally 
the truth is coming out as this big pharma medical cartel is going to be be uh, taken down. Hopefully, the doctors and nurses, those of you who listen to me that are in the medical field, you've got to blow the whistle here. This is the time for us all to come together and blow the whistle on the greatest crime in history of a genocide with these genetic shots, um, genetic modifying shots that aren't even vaccines by definition, if you go look at it. And now she goes, she's going to question a little bit of the, of the Twitter. Here we go. I'm not the only American who has those kinds of concerns. Another example of what Twitter has done to censor folks is uh, from Dr. Martin Koldorf, a Harvard-educated epidemiologist who once tweeted, COVID vaccines are important for high-risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection do not need it, nor children. The Twitter files reveal this tweet was deemed false information because it ran contrary to the CDC. So my first question this morning of Ms. Gaddy, may I ask of you, where did you go to medical school? I did not go to medical school. I'm sorry? I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing- You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors, Stanford-educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. My next question is, did the US government, oh, excuse me, I have another chart I wanna show you, Ms. Gaddy. Um, I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards, and you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? Okay, what makes you think you or anyone else at Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data? I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm sure you're not. But this is what Twitter did. They labeled this as inaccurate. It is the government's own data. It's ridiculous that we're even having to have this conversation today. It's not just about the laptop. This is about medical advice that expert doctors were trying to give Americans because social media companies like Twitter were silencing their voices. Woo! That goes on for a few more minutes, <laughs> but it's awesome. So these, these, this is the drip, drip, drip flood of uh, things being revealed. It is beautiful what Elon Musk has been doing at Twitter, and that is just the beginning. It's gonna be worse when Google gets gets exposed here and uh, the truth is gonna come out. I wanna get to Julie Green's prophetic word. It's a shorter one, and, but it's awesome. Try to get this done before we have an awesome guest come on, Curtis Grimes, here shortly. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we will uh, dig into this right now. It's called Great Destruction is Coming to the New World Order. And uh, I'm gonna, I just, just wanted to kind of highlight one thing, guys, and this is just a Bible verse that um, in my Bible reading today, it just hit me. It's just one of my favorite verses, Isaiah 118. I'm going to add it to my memory verses, I guess. I guess it's not one of my memory, my favorites now, but it, but I but I have I refer to this all the time, but I really kind of found exactly where it is now, so I'm going to add it to my memory verses, and this is Isaiah 118, when it really talks about the, the sin that we have and how when we come to the Lord, um, he washes that sin away, right? The only one that can do that is Jesus. It's 100% Jesus and 0% us because of his death on the cross as a substitutional power. That's what the blood of Christ is all about, right? And this, uh, this is, is pointing to that, that moment in time, I believe, in what it says, Isaiah 118, when it says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. 
Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Remember, once you accept Christ into your heart, you are forgiven of these horrible sins of your life in the past, any present sin you're in right now, and even future sin. This is the assurance of salvation that comes when the Lord wipes your sin away because he sees the perfect life of Christ instead of your uh, corrupted life that all of us have. We're not perfect. We can't get to, to, to the heaven. Just remember, if you want to, to keep, become part of the remnant, become part of the glory that we're going to see in this time, make sure that you are reasoning with the, what the Lord's saying right now. He wants to reason with you. He wants to. He's the only one through Jesus' blood that was shed where he can actually turn your sins as white as snow and, and such as wool. What a beautiful, beautiful passage, right? Let's get into this uh, prophetic word by Julie Green. It says, for the, uh, for the Lord this day, and reminding my children that I have already defeated the ones you see in front of you. The ones that think they are gods. The ones that think they are controlling the world. The ones that have brought so many evil things upon the earth for power, money, and their world order. I am bigger, and the battle has already been won. Now it's time for you to see their ultimate fall, their ultimate destruction. They are finished, and so is everything they had planned. Great destruction of the one world government is about to be seen. Yes, a great fall is coming that the world will see. And we're starting to see it right now, guys, with Google being exposed and Twitter being exposed and all the people that were, that, that, that were actually in the social media that actually censored everything. That is just part of this great reveal. And it's starting to wake up many, many people. The whole COVID thing that, we, that, that, that was really this depopulation agenda, Trump doing the Operation Warp Speed, forcing them to put out stuff before they could actually do the real devastating vaccine they were they were going to roll out that would kill most people and and uh now that is being seen it's being seen people are waking up to the medical cartel for the first time ever right it's not just the covid vaccine it's the covid snake venom slash you know all all, all that 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 bioweapon that came in to create so you'd really take the real bioweapon which was the vaccine but it's also exposing all the other vaccines we've been taking for years that make us sick on purpose in this model, right? Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Bill Gates, and many others are about to fall from their places of power and their control. Start shouting, truth will prevail. Call the giants down. Call them to be exposed. Do you remember how I was with David as he faced a giant Goliath? I am with you as well, and my covenant I shall not break. I have promised to deliver and set you free from this tyranny, from their power and control. The giants are falling. The giants are falling. Because I just want to come back to this. This is because of the authority you have in Christ. When he said in John 14, 12, we talk about this almost every day, right? That we, Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, which is just shocking. And he just doesn't stop there. And he says, and even greater works will he do than these because I'm going to the Father. Why? Because he sends the Holy Spirit down to all of us. But yet we haven't claimed that power. We need to start doing that. That's why we need to pray with authority and call these giants down. 
They have been caught red-handed. And their defeat is guaranteed. So stand strong, children of Almighty God. You don't have to wait much longer. It's all about to come crashing down that has raised up against you. The policies, their governments, their control, their manipulation, their corporations, it's all coming down quickly and swiftly. So don't back down from the truth because my truth will always prevail, saith the Lord your Redeemer. I believe there's a big delay because we haven't been doing this enough as a remnant. There's more remnant coming into this ministry, more remnant coming into all over the world right now. And we need to train everybody to pray with that authority and to stay in faith and not fear. And as we focus on that kingdom that can't be shaken, this is going to happen very quickly. Corruption and deception on a scale never seen before. This will be in breaking headlines everywhere. The lines that held my eagle hostage are about to be revealed. This is going to be an exciting time, guys. Watch the NFL and the NBA scandals are about to consume them both. Many things covered up that will not be covered up any longer. I put the thumbnail on this topic, and if you go into um, Searchy, you can find a lot more detail on exactly how all that's happening. Uh, I can't remember where I put it. I think I put it right here. Here it is. You can go to Searchy, go to Search Prophecies. I'm going to move that over here in the right spot for you guys, for the show notes. And uh, you, can, you can just type in NFL, for example, or NBA, and you will see that this is not the first time she's talked about that. Right? Here's, here's something on... Uh, 1228 she talked about it the reason why a scandal is about to break in the NFL things are not how they seem to be with this organization and then you can see here here's uh, here's another thing about NFL and significant reason watch oh. the NFL and the NBA oh, scandal. that's today what I just read you Amanda Grace even talked about uh, fumble, says the Lord. I will act commissioner of the NFL. So the NFL is, is, is all over the, these prophetic words, right? So you're going to see um, that start to happen. And you can do the same thing with NBA, and you're going to catch a couple things there as well. This is the beauty of the searchy tool to, reason. to be able to find that. Watch the NFL and the NBA scandals. Are about to I'm going to come to this one here. The truth is coming out regarding the NBA. Listen, my children, that all is not how it seems. See the connections to China and the money that was paid to deceive this nation. Listen for the people in the NBA that will, be, that will fall. Players? Yes. But look even higher than that. Adam Silver. Truth is coming for you and stepping down will not save you from what you have done. Epstein? Yes, but not, but so much more. Well, so basically, <laughs> Adam Silver, the head of the NBA, is going to be caught caught with Epstein. So th this is this is this this is now the second or third time he's mentioned this, and that's usually when things are about ready to break. All right, that's the kind of uh, the exciting part of what we get into as we go forward here. Guess I didn't have that in the wrong spot. Let me get that there so here's um, the rest of this it says keep your eyes on china do not fear them on what they say or what they do they will not have their way in this nation or in any nation china is about to take a mighty fall from power their government will be exposed eruptions will take place and a new president will rise in power saith the lord of hosts um, hallelujah isn't that this cool 
And uh, the last paragraph in this uh, gets into my children. The shaking is about to become greater. Things are intensifying in a quicker pace now. So remind, remember the words I have given you. Do not fear. I am here. I will not fail you. Everything will be okay. And justice will be served in a way you never imagined. It's all coming to an end. So get ready for great changes, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Woo! I love this. Everything will be okay and justice will be served in a way you never imagined. We don't have to depend on the Supreme Court. We don't have to depend on this fraudulent, you know, all the three branches that have been uh, as captured operations, as Juan Sappen would say. They've captured operations everywhere. You know, in the natural, we'd completely lost. As Satan did this several hundred year plan to just destroy the United States, right? And they can't get to the New World Order again with a world organization with a strong United States of independent people that love each other. So that's what we need to start doing is come together, love each other, unite on truth versus the Babylonian lies of, the, of, of, of these people. And it's going to be just a beautiful time. So let me know if Kirk, Kirk Grimes is on yet. I know he has the, uh, hopefully he must be tr- tr- struggling with the, the link. I'm sure Gus will help him get on. Um, but once he comes on, we'll, oh, there's Curtis. All right. Good timing. So we have. Uh, all right. There we go. All right. Curtis, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I appreciate you taking some time. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me, man. All right. Yeah. So, uh, hey, I, I just had a great conversation with you. Uh, interviewed you for a short time at the Reawaken Tour there in Nashville. Um, I guess, uh, is that where you're living nowadays? Uh, I am in San Antonio. Oh, that's actually. right. You're, that's right. You do that, tur- that regional circuit in Texas, don't you? That's right. That's right. Yes. Sir, yes, sir. San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. So, hey, I would, I, I just, uh, we got the story a little bit there, but I would like to kind of just revisit that. For most people, probably have not heard your story about being on The Voice in the top eight. And so, if I just back up though, career-wise, um, I'd, I'd like to first, before we get into The Voice and into what, you, how you got in with the Cabal system and how you came out of it, that's such a cool story. But let's back way up. And uh, talk about Curtis Grimes, how you grew up, and how you how how you kind of came to the Lord, maybe, and maybe how you just woke up to the cabal. So, would you kind of start back a little bit there from your story of Curtis Grimes? And yeah, so I grew up in a in a godly home. Uh, we were at church ever twice on Sundays, every Wednesday night, uh, <laughs> Southern Baptists. So we were we were there quite a bit, and so I had a good foundation, a good faith foundation. Um, and I got saved the day before I turned nine, uh, there at church in our preacher's office. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's where I was. I mean, I was pretty active in our youth group and, and, um, I would say it wasn't until high school when I, when I was on the baseball team, I was, I was started, uh, as a pitcher on our varsity team when I was a freshman. Uh, so I started hanging around the older guys there and then, uh, started going to, to the, parties uh to probably my sophomore junior year and that's when i really would say that i kind of started drifting but right. when you when you're still living at home with with parents that make you get up and go to church and you just kind of <laughs> keep grounded um they they, they grew they, when they, you they go off to college <laughs> yeah you go off to college and you don't have that accountability yeah. and that's when you really you really start straying so at least that's how it was for me 
and stopped going to church, you know, unless I was back home visiting my mom and them. Um, stopped getting in the word. Um, stopped really praying other much other than busting food or something. Uh, so that's kind of where I was. And I, and I got a scholarship. I was pretty good at baseball. So that was kind of my thing. Uh, I got a scholarship to go play ball at Centenary College in Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And my roommate there had a guitar. And, and so wow, that's so when you I hadn't started. played through your whole childhood. You really hadn't played the guitar at all. Uh, I about wow. the extent of my music was singing along to Alan Jackson and George Strait songs on the radio, <laughs> all right. riding back and forth baseball practice. So that was kind of the extent of my singing. Right. Um, didn't do choir, didn't sing in church or any of that other stuff, which a lot of people do. And so when I was in college, just kind of really partying it up, uh, I actually got engaged to my would be my high school sweetheart at the time and quit baseball to to do that and that kind of fell apart and coach wouldn't let me back on the baseball team so so i really just dug into the music stuff kind of because when you go from the one thing that kind of you build your life around baseball that's right and there's there's a void there so i kind of filled that with the music and that's when i started trying to write songs and had no desire or ambition to pursue it professionally or much less sing in front of people it was just kind of what i did to pass the time and fill that void and then the next year i moved down to to san marcus texas south of austin had some friends that went to ut so i was back and forth and that was a real uh live concert environment so i started going to the shows and listening to these guys in that, austin that were kind of part of this yeah so there, there's yeah Texas that's I, got, I got my mba there by the way <laughs> so there you go I know about the sixth so, street party scene so that's right living on west campus it's it's right. a lot going on <laughs> and uh and so that's kind of where i really i guess probably kind of took a next step in in music and it was really just playing it fraternity parties, sorority parties, and just friends' couches when they'd be doing stuff. Um, and I I went to the school at Texas State that next year because I already quit baseball, but I still wanted to play, so I was going to go to Texas State and try to walk on and go that route. Um, and that didn't work out. It was one of the things I had to take junior college classes for a year to get the credits to live off campus to do Texas State. And then that next fall rolled around, so what would be my – so, uh, I guess junior year of college went to baseball tryouts and everything was good. I was, I was upper eighties hitting my spots, ground ball outs. And I got a meeting with the coach and they are like, what's your eligibility? What's your story? Well, since I had played at division one school and then taken junior college classes, I wasn't eligible to play at another junior college or another division one without having an associate's degree. Oh no. And I wasn't even, I wasn't even close. So that that was kind of like the official end of baseball, uh, kind of by default. And so So God had other plans for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So that's when I was like, well, I guess I'll try this music stuff out and see what happens. Not by choice, by like kind of necessity. Right. Um, so one of my friends had had videoed uh, one of those sorority parties that we played, and I, and I had my my job at the time, kind of my part time job was making trophies, like soccer trophies, baseball trophies, uh, at at the trophy shop. And and so I'm back there building trophies, and there's a radio a radio contest to, to open for Kenny Chesney was coming through Austin, 
and you just sent in a YouTube video or sent in a video of your of you or your band playing. So we wound up winning that thing. Wow. And so I'm on stage with Kenny Chesney in front of sixteen thousand people. No joke, six months after I really like well, what stadium was that in? What stadium was that in what city? It was the Irwin Center. Irwin Center. Okay. In Austin. Yes, sir. Awesome. And so that was kind of like, well, I guess I might as well try this, <laughs> continue this music. That's, thing. Pretty, that's a pretty big pretty break there. Yeah. <laughs> so we did. We kind of used that as momentum to to get other gigs and, and kind of play outside of just Austin. You know, we were playing Civic Street and for sorority houses or whatever. So that kind of allowed us to play other cities in Texas. All right. Then three years later, three years later, I got a call to, to sing or to try to be on the voice uh, this was when it was first starting on season one wow season and, one i, so I did that tryout <laughs> made it on the voice and wound up making it till there were there were eight people left when i got kicked off which was great because that's the cutoff the top eight had to go on the tour and get locked into the contracts so i got as far as you could go without getting tied into the to the legal side of it um and we just kept playing but that I met a guy in Los Angeles that worked for ASCAP in Nashville. And he said, when the show's over, I want you to come to town. I'll set you up some meeting with publishing companies and co-writes and kind of get you plugged into to, right. to the Nashville side of things. Of course, I'm like, well, this is great. And mind you, now I've been playing music for like officially like four years. So it all happened really fast. Um, and so I get a publishing deal management deal national so, booking so, so, agent. so let's back right up right there i want to i want everybody to show this now again this is the voice season one right so i'm going to transition here just so you guys can find this yourself i'm going to show you uh so if you just go to youtube and you type in curtis grimes youtube um curtis grimes voice so the voice curtis grimes i was watching this the other day and uh do you mind if i play this Wait, watch. I couldn't breathe at first. I'm so nervous. nervous. So here, here you are. I guess this is a um, three-minute clip, right? And so this is you. You're actually playing a song of somebody that's actually on here, right? Talk a little about that. <laughs> what what song? Yeah, so Blake Shelton song, right? Which is pretty bold, right? So uh, here, here we go. Let's let's see if this is the best version of it i think it probably is so here this is all the way back in what what, what year is this again 2011 2011 so here's 2011 season one and here's the you, you have some somebody has to turn around or you're out right is that kind of the way that works but so certain if one of the four voice people turn around you you actually get to be part of the voice system right and but then to get to the top eight is even harder but let's we'll, we'll start with this is, is he going to make it or not here we go He's never heard of Conway Twitty. He don't know nothing about grits and greens. Never been south of Queens. Come on, Blake. He's a little Blake Shelton song. He's out of his mind. I got one with Spanish shows. <laughs> Sorry, Okay, 
Yes, in them jeans ain't nothing wrong. Just getting on. You're in your building. Boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Y'all got a hillbilly bone down deep inside. No matter where you're from, you just can't hide it. When the band starts banging and a fiddle song, you can't help but holler in. And when you see them pretty little country queens, I mean, you got it in the And it's in your chest. <laughs> right, now you're in. Wrong. Now the pressure's strong. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Or this one from country singing, probably of all of them, right? All right. Tell us a little bit about what you were feeling then. <laughs> so the funny story about that is, is when you make it past the the tryout, there's auditions in Austin. You fly to L.A. Then when you get to Los Angeles, there's still two more rounds of cuts before you even make it to this point. So after all the way up until that point, I'm singing like my songs or probably George Strait, Clay Walker, country songs that I am comfortable singing. Right. And after after the first round in L.A., then then they call you in to meet with the producers, and then that's when they said uh, you're going to sing uh, Blake Shelton's song called "Hillbilly Bone," and I just started laughing. And they're like, "What? You don't like Blake?" And I was like. No, but if I was going to do a Blake Shelton song, this is probably not, not the one I would pick to try to impress someone on a singing competition. I might go with Austin or something else. Right. You know? but, um, so that's funny. I didn't realize another, they made you pick that because they made it out. They made it sound like you were this bold person that you picked it, but but they actually picked it for you, huh? For sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and it was that notebook that you see in front of them too. That's got it's got the script. So. So it's all there, and I'm thankful for the experience, but definitely it ruins reality TV for you once you, <laughs> once you go through it. Once you see the but script. The, the crazier, the, so the crazier thing about that is um, when, I, when I flew out there, it was just Christina, Adam Levine, and CeeLo. Well, CeeLo had the biggest song of the year that year, uh, Forget You. And so they're asking you, whose team do you want to be on? And I'm like, well, Adam don't really – not know much Maroon 5 stuff. Christina, kind of completely different style. I was like, I guess I'll go with the probably the biggest hit of the year. So I kept saying CeeLo's team in the interview process. Wow. Well, then they added Blake. After we were already in L.A., they added Blake. Whoa. As a fourth. So, okay. So then from then on, I'm like, well, Blake, right? Like, if I could pick, I'll go with the country dude. So that's why it was kind of ironic when they called me in the room and made me do a Blake song, and then CeeLo turned around. So it's <laughs> a lot going on there. I'll just leave it at that. All right, let's 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 listen to the last part here. Hey, hey, bro. I, I uh, when I cut that song, I cut that song with Trace Atkins, and for me, part of the idea and the attitude of that song is both of us are really cocky guys, and, and you know, and and your voice, you have a great country voice. But there's got to be a little bit of cockiness and anger, you know, you know when you perform that song. And I'm really glad that that uh, CeeLo picked you because I can't wait to see, you know, what he what he does with you because I think that's going to be cool. I think, honestly, I know you're obviously a country artist, but I I, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think he, it's going to be good for you to work with CeeLo. Looking forward to it too, man. It's going to be interesting. Really? Oh yeah. I was impressed. Like you, you didn't sound like you were putting on any kind of facade anything it sounds genuinely country and also as an artist i'm growing and i like to do something that i would never done that's help someone write a country song 
Let's do it, man. All right. <laughs> so what was the next step after that? Mm-hmm. You... I'll say this, though. It, it, that, that was kind of weird criticism from Blake, but if it would have been a different song, like I said, I would never pick that song. Right. Yeah, that song's not me. So his criticism is correct. And he was definitely the best, most involved, hands-on coach of that entire thing. Really? Um, For he you was too? the only one that I would say went above, went above and beyond the bare minimal requirement. Because, I mean, CeeLo was flying in and out. Christina's flying in and out. Adam lives there, so he was just going home and back and forth. But Blake, like, actually came to the hotel bar and hung out with his, with his team. He actually took them out to a karaoke thing. So... So he he's a good he's a good one really is so I, I want to make sure that's interesting. I was wondering that about part. that because because this is probably before you really learned about the cabal much right? <laughs> um, For sure. Yeah. So so you're you're still so now right now you probably you haven't woken up to what's going on with 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 the cabal I call it right the whole but 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 let's finish this experience at 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 uh, uh, so t- tell us uh, about your how many weeks it was until you got to the top eight and things like that. So it was about a three month process Mm -hmm. from the time that you, you go out there and you're, you're staying in a hotel down there. Um, They fly you home after the the pre tapings done. And then they fly you back for when the live rounds start happening. So, so it was, it was about a three month process and it was awesome. I'd never been to Los Angeles. I'd never been in front of a camera, like literally the extent of my music, knowledge was renting a PA system didn't even own one setting it up playing a show going home um, and so that that was a next level just endeavor to begin with and, and then too you learn so much I mean just from how to do an interview like my radio interviews were absolutely horrible just because I was kind of naturally in, introverted and just didn't really interview well. And then you go out there and it's like, boom, lights in your face. You say something and they're like, well, try to word it like this. And then you, like after the 10th time, you're like, just tell me what to say and we'll <laughs> just go. <laughs> and yeah. so like, it just, but, it, but my point is it puts you in like the most intense version of an interview. So anything after that was a cakewalk. Um, so that was that was a really good takeaway. And I got to meet a lot of cool people, cool, um, up and coming artists in different genres. So probably the coolest thing about that experience was when you're all in a hotel room, you like you get close to people or at a hotel. So for late nights, we would all just kind of be chilling in the lobby or by the pool or whatnot. And like I might have a guitar and this person might have a keyboard. This person might have a little ukulele and this person might have some tracks. And you're just good doing like a song swap with different genres from people all over the country. Uh, so that was really cool. And, and the whole experience was just priceless. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though you would say, ah, I wish I could have picked my song or I wish I could have done this different, like just doing it was a blessing and, and took everything that I do now to another level and really kind of opened up the door um, for a huge platform. Right, right. So, any highlight during uh, d- during during that process be- uh, besides what you just talked about, like getting to the top eight, I guess, um, was a pretty big deal, wasn't it? It was, it was. And so then, then you kind of—I would say the the probably the reality of the situation is—is is you would get assigned a song, another artist would get assigned a song, 
and say you have two artists that are equal talent wise just say but if they give this artist a current hit and they give you something obscure from 1980 like yeah. addicted to love was my next round or third round one of them and then the person that and then i tried to get them to change it and they said no i couldn't change it wow then another artist on CeeLo's team got to pick between jolene and rolling in the deep wow and so like when you say okay those are the songs i have to sing not only do they get to sing better options but they get to pick and change you're just like okay it's not really fair but i would describe it as funneled right so so i would say they can funnel you to to kind of yeah, navigate to towards to, to this their script they want this one <laughs> right. and then two yeah exactly and then two so it's not rigged but it funnels probably a better word and then two you say well you don't really get to see the vote counts at the end of the thing. You know, they say this person won. <laughs> hey, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's really a good point. But once you realize like, they're not there to make you a star, like we're pawns in a game. They're there to make a hit show. And they did. Right. And we get to be pawns. So if yeah. you say, I'm not doing it, like there's people in line behind you that would love to do right. Whatever they tell them to do. And so like, you just go through it and you do it. And then looking back, you're like, dang, okay. I, if I knew what I know now, then I would have tried something different. But regardless, like it was, it, it was an incredible experience, and it really, like I said, launched me to another level that I wouldn't have been able to do just by playing local gigs around Austin or Texas. Right. So, so then this is what I want to really get into now is, is obviously you became this patriot fighting fighting the music industry almost now. Um, to kind of tell us how you got to to uh, see some of the ugliness and, and what kind of what happened next. So I always tell people the voice was the beginning of being able to peek behind the curtain. Right? Right. You, can, you get the you get it from this angle, all the pretty stuff. And then you see behind the curtain. That's when you see like, wait, they got to pick their songs. I didn't. They got this whole production and I got to sit down on an acoustic bar stool. They got, you know, so you start seeing, yeah, okay. It's not just what you, just what you see is what you get. Um, so I went to Nashville. I got a publishing deal and it's all cool. And of course you go, you, you say, Oh, I'm not going to change. I, I'm going to do this and yeah. not budge. And then you get the carrot dangled in front of you and you start following the carrot. You, you think, okay, what's, I want to be successful in this endeavor. How do I be successful? Well, you do these kind of songs and and you do this. Well, that's not me. Well, do you want to be successful? Yeah. Well, you do these songs. Right. So it kind of it's like a gradual thing. And then that's I'd written everything myself up till that point. So that's the first time I started getting songs pitched to me. Well, then they start pitching songs. You're like, this is garbage. This is garbage. This is garbage. Like bro country, bro country. That's not me. And then after the hundredth one, you're like, well, I guess I just have to pick the best one. So that's how you kind of just kind of gravitate into singing songs that you might not, if you had, if you didn't have, if you, if you had looking back that you wouldn't do. Um, and so I would, so and plus two, when somebody else is paying for your album, they kind of have a say in what songs you cut. Right. And it's not like these are people you don't like. These are just, people that gave you an opportunity so you're appreciative of that opportunity and people that are supposed to be on your team so you like trust them that they had your best interest in mind and so you just kind of it's cool it's all it's all cool and fun and games and now you're at nashville and you're like 
you know, three circles away from people that are like rolling in buses and have songs on national radio and all that stuff. So you're just like, it's, it's right there. You know, it's just, it's right. Growing up, you hear Alan Jackson on the radio. You're like, that's impossible to get to. It feels like across the world. Well, now when you feel like it's right there in the same town, it seems much more attainable. So then you start going for it, you know, you got to right. start letting your guard down. And so that's kind of where I was. And, and, of course, I got a publishing deal, so they're sending you a, a check in the mail every month, but you're supposed to write these songs. And 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 for me, it was this was a blessing. Not at the, at the time it was annoying, but it's a blessing. I never really got the, – the guy that was assigned to be my manager from this team, he got axed a few months into the ordeal. And so I never really got a solid replacement. I was kind of like – pawned off to the secretary or the assistant or the new right. kid from Vandy or whatever. And so that was frustrating. And I just never felt like I was getting a fair shake in, in, um, so, so that's kind of where I was when I was doing it, recorded an album. Then we started having songs on radio. Of course it comes with the radio promoter having number ones and things were good perceptionally, but I was just always frustrated because I never felt like, like, this team is really fighting for me, you know? Um, and, 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 so and, and, during, and during this whole time from, uh, from, from the time that you kind of walked away from your faith a little bit and now all, sure. all the, how, how was your faith walk during all this time? The same as it was when I went off to college. Cause right. I just, when I started doing music, then of course you start living the lifestyle and doing what you think you do. You do music. And a lot of those, I mean, if you've listened to the radio lately, like a lot of those songs are drinking, partying, that lifestyle. So right. you just kind of go with it. Right. Um, it's kind of hard to get up there and sing drinking party songs when you're just stone cold sober and don't drink. Yeah. And it comes with territory. And, um, and then too, of course you've got Satan and demons in your ear telling you, you have to, right. You right. want to make it. That's what you got to do. You see that person, that's what they're doing. Man. So you start believing the lies and also that you have to drink to put on a show and all that stuff. So, right. So I took the bait, and and I was, and there was a point. I'd been I'd been uh, this would be about 2015. So if the voice was 2011, this was about probably three years into my management deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, they'd already recorded one record, already had probably three or four number ones. And I and were those number ones national? Were those number ones national? Texas, Texas. Okay, regional. Texas. So it's, Texas all, it's regional. all regional. Yeah, it's okay. all regional. But that's I've never actually I've never even had a chance to send a song to national radio. I never right. never made it past that gatekeeper. Okay. But yeah. um, <laughs> that's part of the cabal thing I'm, that you I, saw I behind say, the curtain, right? <laughs> yeah. I would say I always had the conviction. It was always there. It's just the more you ignore it, the easier it is to ignore it. But probably it. Texas is and, the biggest for country, isn't it? I guess maybe Tennessee um, or is it, was, I imagine Texas is one of the biggest. I would say Tennessee's top 40 radio. Texas is this independent kind of regional Texas scene. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, and so I one day I was on the way to the gym. I go out and go late at night, like 12, 1 in the morning. And this song called Through It All came on the radio. It's an Andre Crouch song. And, and just, I mean, I like that song. I always sung it growing up in church and but this time it was different because it hit me this way. Like, even though I was living in deep disobedience, even though I was just completely using this gift, this talent of music that I'd been blessed with just for selfish gain and just to put garbage out and just proclaiming to be a Christian and just running God's name through the mud. Um, 
and just really destroying any any possibility I had of a testimony of trying to lead someone else to Christ. And so that conviction was just really, really strong in that moment. So I get to the gym, lay on the floor, and just like just put it all out there. Say, God, like I'm sorry. Like I want to give all of this to you. You've been so good to me, even though I've let you down. And my initial reaction was to just remove myself from that environment and just like go lead worship at a church or something. And God was like, no, I put you here for a reason. Like this <laughs> is where people need to be reached. This is the mission field. It's like whatever you think you would do at a church, do that wherever you play. And and that's why you've been given the gift. Mm-hmm. So from that point on, it, it was like, all right, I'm going to do positive, like faith-based, traditional country music. And like I had no interest in doing anything else. Wow. Like, so, so much to the point that go ahead. So so much to the point that like I was like totally okay if I had to go get another job if this didn't that, work. That is because awesome. I just did not care at all. And I wanted to I wanted um, to go back just to kind of show people that and I and, and I know we're going a little bit long here, but if you don't mind, I just love I love this and enjoy this. Um oh wow. I guess uh, YouTube doesn't like me right now. There we go. So so if I I just want to kind of show like you had one of your top songs, right? It's Curtis Grimes. What was one of those ones that was kind of like the party thing to show you kind of what you were doing really good, but it was just what you didn't want to be doing. So what was the name of a song? I remember there was a top song. Um, oh man. I was trying to think that that one number one, the first number one was a song called Cowboy County. It wasn't that bad. Second one's our side of the fence. The song that they really, this is what I want you to show you. This was the turning point. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to sing the next trip to Nashville. I was going and I had a meeting mm-hmm. and the single I was supposed to put out was a song called keg party. So pull up Curtis Graham's Keg Party. Keg Party. Was, yeah, that's one I think I saw. I think that's one I saw. Um, Curtis Grimes, a little country. Did I spell keg wrong? Keg Party. K-E-G. Yeah, I did. <laughs> K-E-G. All right. There it is. All right. Uh, and so that's probably just the audio. Is there a video of it at all? No video. We didn't get that far. Okay, okay, okay. So there, So there you are. That's the album, yeah. Right. At the corner store. Tell your girlfriend to tell all her hot friends our place at nine o'clock. We're having a party. So grab you Sharpie and jot this on that pizza box. There, it's all about having a party, right? And that's kind of part of what, what you didn't want to be. That is that right? For sure. So, yeah. so, like, so we had this meeting, and it's like a at the Gulch in Nashville, like entourage office, glass walls, big board table, all the management people around it. And I stand up before the meeting and I was like, look guys, like I don't drink anymore. I'm sober and like, I needed it. And I don't want to do drinking partying songs because like I can't set up here and sing these songs every night. Cause I, wow. I don't condone it. I don't want to keep, I don't want to promote that. So I was like, I don't want to do this song. Like we can do, another one off that album that's that's not just straight up the gut party anthem and i was like i want to do positive traditional faith-based music and there was one dude one dude in that in that meeting that came up to me afterwards and was like i'm proud of you that's awesome you sent up for what you believe in awesome and uh that's september awesome it was in september and by december of that year i got dropped by management dropped publishing dropped booking agent 
the radio promoter was the only one that, that didn't drop me. Wow. And so, so basically, I've, the, basically I've this is that we're talking about, this cabal uh, system in the music. If you don't want to be partying and drinking and doing songs like that, they don't even want to represent you. I would say it's this. The second you say no, the second you go, no, I ain't doing it, then then you're not submissive. Then you're not just willing to do anything and everything it takes right. to make it or to pad their pockets. So then they go to the next person in line. So it's more, you, you'll see the common denominator about people that shoot up to the top is, and you wonder, well, crap, why, why is this person saying this or promoting this or supporting this or singing this or doing that or wearing that when literally two two years ago, they were harping about how they would never or yeah. like they've just completely flip-flopped everything about them. It's because they were willing to say yes and that's kind of what allowed them to continue on up the stairway. Um, but as soon as you push back, um, that's when you started seeing the, the interest level significantly decreased. Uh, so that's what happened to me anyways. And then right after that, I started noticing all that stuff going on. I started noticing all the symbolism because you, once you realize how hard it is to shoot a music video and everything in that music video is like meticulously placed there, reshot, let's take another angle, camera, lighting wasn't right. And then you see all the symbolism in these mega superstars videos, like it's intentional so much to the point that it's hard, like to get it perfectly in place with that. So when you watch Beyonce videos, Katy Perry videos, any other like Lady Gaga videos, there's a lot of satanic symbolism in that, that no was question. inserted in there intentionally. Yes. Well, like my eyes and like, I thank God for this. Like my eyes were opened up to all that stuff. Like I was like one day I just started, like it just started popping to me album covers um, at award shows. I think there was a thing at the Grammys here, wow. whatever, a couple days ago, Smith. like yeah. Super Bowl to halftime shows, all that stuff. If you are even remotely paying attention, like, their symbolism, the satanic symbolism is so blatantly obvious. And and I just started noticing and I'm like, wow. And then you see people that that make it, that go to that go from here to superstar level. Start paying attention, you'll start noticing some common denominators. And then and then it was like, I realized, wow, if that's what it takes to get there, like I don't want it. I don't want any part of it. Like I would Good rather for you. So get another job. So obviously you're you're Faith is just rekindling right now, big time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. It comes hand in hand because spiritual warfare. What we, you know, it's not about flesh, flesh and blood. It's about uh, principalities. Like, that's, I would say a lot of people, um, generally speaking, don't really understand that, even, even if they, you know, believe it. But, like, it's real and it happens. And, then you got to realize too, in the entertainment industry, it's the same people at the top in every branch. Yeah. It's the same in the in the film industries, the same company, Sony, Disney, um, Warner Brothers. It's the same companies that own the top of all these of all these ladders. Um, and it's the same with, I mean, that's in general too. That's going to be in politics. That's going to be in consumer goods, everything. It's the same people at the top. Mm -hmm. And all those all those cats at the top are dabbling in some sick stuff. And then it trickles down, you know? It trickles right. down to where, and I always say this because I think it's true. God is totally capable of putting Egypt, I mean, putting Joseph from the pit to the throne. Yes. So you can't say, 
oh, I can't because uh, what you can say is you're not going to make it up that stairwell and get past the certain step on the ladder if at minimum you're not willing to turn a blind eye to it, to let them put that on your artwork, to let them put that in your music video, to sing those songs. You'll see it now promoting that agenda. Notice all these top 40 um, artists, any genre, they support any liberal agenda that gets promoted out there because they have to. Because yeah, Bono, if they don't, their, like, micro- like, <laughs> their microphone gets cut off. Like Bono was and, at the Siltu last night, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And like, once you point it out, like, of course, people think you're crazy. And then you point it out and you say, see, when you can show them receipts and say, I told you so. Yeah. And then you start noticing that's coming on. So, like, thankfully, I, my eyes are open to that. And, and before I got too high up on that stairwell. And like I said, as soon as you say no, now all of a sudden you you lose your team. And it was great because then that then I took that removed all the bondage, all the slavery, all the everything. Like no, nobody controlled me after that. Yes. I did what I want to do, how I want to do, when I want to do it. These songs on the record, these songs to radio. Because I was like, if it don't work, that's fine. Like, I'll go get another job. If it does work, I'll keep doing it as long as God keeps this door open. Yes. And thankfully, it's it's radio continued to play us. Um, the venues continue to book us, most of them. Now, there's some that didn't want to hear about Jesus, but it is what it is. Um, and people continue to support us. And and so that's kind of been the our thing that, probably since 2016 and right now right now it really feels like it's all coming together like as of that is awesome this month this year so what 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 do i search to kind of show the change what's the latest uh born to die so get this that's the song that's the song that they wanted me to sing and i said i'm not promoting this as a single that same trip i wrote a song called born to die so pull up that one oh really born to die all right it was the first time I've ever prayed before co-write. I'm in there and I'm like, hey, uh, is it cool if we pray before we write today? And his uh, guy named Lance Carpenter from Arkansas. He's like, yeah, let's go for it. All right, thank y'all very we do much. Worship, for, uh, we do worship songs at our set, too. Here hey, I was at a bar. One more song. I was at a bar in Waco, Texas, and guess what? They haven't invited us to uh, to come back. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you, but you have an acoustic on this as well. Which which one should we listen to real quick? Born to Die, that top one. The, the top, top one? The top die. one? Okay, let's, let's, let's yeah. do this one. So this was the single that I sent out after I got dropped, you know, because I was like, if I don't get to send another song to radio, this is the one I want everybody to hear. Some folks are born to be shepherds. Some folks are born to be king Some folks are born to be carpenters Some are born to catch fish on a string We all get the chance to do wonderful things with our lives All because what one man did for you and I He could have fought like the soldiers that beat him He could have left that cross in the street He could have held back the arms that drove those nails In the palms of his hands and his feet He could have walked right off that hill without blinking an eye But he was born to die different than cake party yes 
says lonely river right there in the description born to die lonely uh -huh. river so lonely river is my record label awesome. <laughs> so from that point on i started owning everything so everything i've done since then like i have 100 ownership rights royalties publishing you name it which is another thing that you Beautiful. don't get if if you're plugged into the system so it's yeah. just it's it's a blessing that as as much as it wasn't fun at the time <laughs> it's been a blessing uh that it all played out the way it did right and to make sure people are following curtis on uh youtube uh what is the what's the actual um main channel i think it's that curtis grimes music or i think that's the that's the backslash curtis grimes music i don't know it's that one that picture that's so right here so right here so yeah, Curtis Grimes right there is the one you want to follow. Curtis Grimes. Right. Where else should they follow you, Curtis? Oh my God. Uh, the Facebook thing. That's, that's probably my, the one that I do the best at. Uh, I, do, I try to do Twitter and Instagram. I didn't even, I didn't even dive into the TikTok game. That one was Oops. too sketchy for me. Um, like I'm not those three. In. Okay. But Kurt, so Curtis Grimes. Oh, Rumble. I started a Rumble thing. Oh, yeah. that's Rumble. It's only got like two videos, but All I'm right. new to the game. All right. And so that would be just Curtis Grimes, I imagine. Yes, sir. Grimes Music. I'll put music in there. See if that, see if we can find that. Beauty for Ashes with Tanya uh, Joy. I did, I did that interview with her. Um, I think it's at Curtis Grimes, I think. Right. That, that, is, that, that is awesome. Let's see if I can just find... Curtis, I'll, I'll put it in parentheses this time. That usually helps. Curtis Grimes. And that's why I just want to make sure. So, hey, backstagers, just get a couple of questions ready. I'd like to just, uh, if you don't mind, uh, Curtis, ha have you have uh, them actually interview you a little bit, if you don't mind, just to have a couple of questions. So, 
raise your hands and uh, get a get a question ready. Um, so did I spell Curtis wrong, or is oh, probably just having a wild open country? Does it have like so? Those, I guess those are all videos that are up. I didn't even know all those are on there. Yeah, but I have an account. I don't know how you find the accounts, but yeah, yeah, it used to be I could search an account and find a channel really easy. Um, did I spell that right? Right there. That's it. Curtis Grimes. Okay, I just want to get, make it sure everybody. So fo follow this Rumble channel once we find it. <laughs> Um, so it says no channels, but so this search engine is not good. I can just tell you that's not it's not that's one thing that they need to really improve. But this is kind of cool. So just one day ago, somebody put up this uh, this interview. So I guess you had this with Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Yeah, that was the same day. That was the day that I was with you out, out in Nashville. Oh, great, 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 awesome. So that that's an interview that, that that you did there, and so. Some people are starting to put some of this in in here, and obviously this is me right now. We're live right now, <laughs> the blessed the blessed teach show. So once I I'll put this link in the uh, the the show, but uh, follow him as. Yeah, here's the this yeah. is the account. I don't know why it's not. Obviously, it's going to be back. Oh, Curtis way. Grimes. Okay, that just told me there's there's no space. So uh, when you go to when is you is that what it is? Yeah, see that see it should find that, but it's just terrible search engine. There it is. All right, found it. So uh, just no spaces. Curtis Grimes, no spaces. And so you can see that this is the new, the new. Uh, so, so yeah, six followers. We need to get that up. So follow Curtis on that. Get a local setup and link to that too. They'll, people start supporting you, Curtis. Um, it's kind of a cool system that they have where locals is connected to it. So I'll, I'll help you with that at a later time. But uh, make sure you're following Curtis. So, so I wanted to go ahead and go to uh, Lois. He's going to ask a question. So go ahead, uh, Lois. Hi, Mr. Curtis. Thank hey, you for coming. My question is uh, concerning American Idol. I assume that uh, reality shows are pretty much the same. And I remember when uh, Carrie Underwood won the top for uh, American Idol. And I'm wondering two things. Would she have had to go through the same thing you did? And did she go the route that she shouldn't have gone. And the second thing is, um, I forgot. <laughs> so I think, I, I do know this, it's, um, I didn't even have, they actually reached out to us and said, hey, we're doing a, an audition for this show. Do you, are you interested? So I didn't have to wait in that long line. I literally had an audition time that I got up to show that to show up and do it. And most of the contestants are that way. So there's a there's a casting company that, that will go search for talent, and um, and most uh, I would say most of the contestants in our at least in, in our thing were those that were scouted, and then there were a few that did stand in line and do the whole thing. So I'm going to assume Idol has kind of a similar casting thing, which which a lot of them that go on didn't stand in that long line. Um, but and I, I'll say this too. So a lot of the artists, you wonder why there's so many out of Nashville. Yeah. A lot of these artists already have stuff going in the works with the labels. So they're not just people off the street. They're people that maybe the label is using the show Maybe that somebody at the label put in a call with the casting company to get this artist on the show, and then they use that exposure to because they already had an album ready to go. Um, so I, I would say Carrie may have already had something in the works, and then that show launched it, and then she went into superstardom. Not that she needs any help at all because she's incredible. Mm -hmm. And I would say this too: at least Carrie 
has used the platform to put out gospel songs and talk about her faith. So, so that's a, that's a pretty, pretty awesome thing uh, that she's done. And, and also too, the only thing I've heard negative about that is I think she got lumped into the contract. So I think Idol was probably getting a cut of at least the early success of Carrie Underwood. Big, big cut probably. Uh, have you ever met her? I haven't. At one time, one time I was at the Opry and she was singing and I was backstage because ironically someone on our, our management team was singing at the Opry. So this is how long ago it was. And she walked in and it was just like this glow. She is, she is all of that. She, she mm -hmm. is what you see on TV is that she's that in person. And wow. when she sang, it was spot on. Like wow. it was, she was that good so she she what you see on tv and pictures like that's her in real life too i was i was very impressed it was it was it was pretty awesome of you guys do a, a, a duet i'd love to see something like that <laughs> i would love for that too that would be awesome she's she's a an awesome singer and seems like a great person too you too you are too all right thank you so much uh gus thank you lois Definitely awesome, Curtis. Uh, love that song. You can definitely feel the Holy Spirit when it's when it's on and it's playing. Listening to the words, really good. So I was going to ask a question that Carrie had posted back here. Can you tell us about your ministry and how it started? How did you come up with the name? So right after this transition over into doing using this platform for God's kingdom and not myself. Uh, my grandfather passed away, and, and at the time, I was posting gospel songs and just other worship songs on, on my Facebook or YouTube, and people would start commenting, asking if I'd consider doing a gospel album. Well, I, didn't, I don't really have extra money laying around to do a side project, so so I kind of joked and said, if y'all help me pay for it, I'll do it, and it kind of kept going, so I started up a GoFundMe account, and we raised more than enough to record the album and I didn't want it to be a profiting endeavor you know I just wanted to record good faith-based music for people that would listen to to my songs but might not necessarily go to church so we did that and with the extra money left over I said I'll just start a, a ministry up and and God put it on my heart specifically to give everybody that doesn't have a Bible a Bible and of course my mind naturally was like thinking missions and stuff and and over the years I've, I've realized that there are people like in our communities in like in our neighborhood that for whatever reason do not possess or have never owned a bible and uh so we started off by putting them on on our merch table just for people to grab and they would like slowly disappear some people are uncomfortable to ask for one but they're, they're all free so they just kind of slowly disappear and then uh started up a website and all the money that came in, so all the money that comes in from the sales or the streams or whatever, the gospel album kind of goes into the ministry. That's how, it, how it's funded. Um, and so I started up a, a, a website and people can go there to request a Bible and I just drop ship it to them or, or sometimes people will get one for their friends. So I'll just ship it straight to them and it's all free. Um, and, and I even tried early on, I was like, well, maybe I should team up with Gideon's. And I tried to contact the Gideons like four times, and I got ghosted. So I was like, "Well, I guess I was doing myself." Hey, let's so uh, get that. How, let's get that ministry. What's the ministry website? Ten Finger Ministry. Tenfingerministry.com. Singular. 
Okay, so make sure, make sure I have that in the show notes. I'll get that when I when I spell it right. Is it T? It was one zero or T E N? T T E N T E N F I N G E R. Right. So that'll that'll be in the show notes. I should have got that earlier. That's it. Boom. Request the Bible right there. All right, I love it. Awesome. Well, Curtis, do you have a, a favorite artist of your own or someone that you look up to? Um, I would say as far as just growing up, like I like 90s country. So Alan Jackson and George Strait are like what I grew up on. Then the older I got, I started really listening to and appreciating the, the older stuff, the traditional sound. So I really like the sound of traditional country music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's my like cup of tea right these days honestly i listen to a lot of worship music that's kind of my go-to i just i really understand what we put into our ear holes goes into our into our psyche and that comes out in 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 not not necessarily a good way if we aren't careful with that so i try to make a habit of putting good stuff in um and i would say a guy named aaron watson um He's, he's a bigger artist on this Texas scene, was the first person that I went to a concert and they actually professed their faith on stage. And so when I kind of made this transition, I reached out to him and he kind of got me on his bus and just kind of asked him a bunch of questions. So he's a big influence um, on why I'm doing this. And then, of course, now we've kind of tried to make our own brand. And the goal would be to to be an influence on younger artists coming up that that believe that lie of, oh, you have to put out these kind of songs. You have to do this. You have to do that if you want to make it and try to show them that, like, that's not the case. You know, you can use your platform for good and God will bless it. And that's not guaranteeing you're going to be a superstar but that is guaranteeing you'll be right where you need to be to do what he needs you to do when he needs you to do it and that's way more valuable than rolling on a bus and having a million dollars in the bank and number ones and i know guys that have all that and they drink alone on a tuesday night at 10 roof in nashville because they're depressed and like yeah, man what when you see that when you see that world and lose your soul right absolutely absolutely so when you see that and you're just like dang that's what all these young artists think is making it and that looks pretty sad yeah (laughs) so not everybody's that way but that is more times than not that's the unfortunate reality of the top one more quick little thing we're we're endeavoring on a new thing called word and worship where we're taking worship songs and we're being inspired by what scriptures they represent and citing the scriptures and then playing the song softly and teaching the scriptures and then going into the song to sing and worship do you ever look at scripture to write your songs and sing the actual word of god have you ever thought about that so kind of kind of reference based like when we did noah built a boat um i dug into the scripture to make sure i had the theology right you know to make Amen. sure I, I really was like digging into the word for the inspiration um same thing with born to die uh and when i write songs like that and so sometimes i'll be reading scripture and something will pop out but for me i don't know i would say kind of my sweet spot is writing songs you'll call country songs that are pointing people to jesus so there was one thing that happened. I was writing a song called Honky Tonk Preacher, and I got to a line, and it was a Ean rhyme or something. 
Uh, and I was like, John 3.16, I was like, man, I need to be more creative than that. That's kind of low-hanging fruit, and I don't want to be too cliche. And like, John, first John 3 popped in my mind. And I'm like, does that even a thing? Because I know some, you start getting back there, some of those don't have like more than one chapter. So I look, yeah, first John 3 exists. And then I start reading that, reading that chapter, and that chapter is pretty much summing up what the song's about. So Ooh, that was you kind know, of, that's the Holy Spirit. That right? was kind of trippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so there's been a lot of stuff like that that happens um, in the songwriting. Um, and I and I don't know. I mean, not that I'm opposed to that. It's just, I God just gives me the kind of songs that are reaching the people in the places that we get to go play. And I think I think that's kind of the what he's giving me right now. I'm just, you know, trying to get it on paper and, and add music and get it out as soon as I can. Right. Hey, do you mind if That's we awesome. uh, go to, uh, I think Lois has another question. If anybody else has another question, let me know. Uh, Noah's got a boat. <laughs> that was one of my Noah, favorite songs. Noah song. built the boat. Noah what? built a boat. Built a boat. Noah, Noah built a boat. Built a boat. Uh, Curtis Grimes, there it is, right there. So we'll. Uh, do you mind if I play this? Is, is that yes, top sir. one the best one, probably? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Now, mind you, this song went number one on a secular music chart. Woo! And it's a story straight out of the Bible. Yeah, that's awesome. People gonna tell you you're crazy fool. Dreams are something you wake up from and not pursue When God opens a door, well, he'll lead you through So take that leap of faith or you regret what you didn't do Remember, Noah built a boat sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody said, man, you've lost your mind this time that thing ain't never gonna float So let them call you crazy, maybe it's true But there's nothing impossible to do With a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When Noah built a boat It won't be easy And that's a cold hard fact it can spin you around, flip you upside down, leave you flat on your back. And when you think you can't, just hold your head up high. Until it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. I love that. Remember, Noah built a boat sitting in the sand. Told everybody, everybody said, man, you've lost your mind this time. That thing ain't never gonna float So let them call you crazy, maybe it's true But there's nothing impossible to do With a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When no one built a boat So take it chance you get don't you quit cause if you believe it's true it starts with you Noah built a boat 
sitting in the sand. Told everybody, everybody sitting, man, you've lost your mind this time. That thing ain't never gonna flow. So let them call you crazy, maybe it's true. But there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith. And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain. When Noah built a boat. Oh, Noah built a boat. <laughs> is that not awesome that, that was i was just uh really enjoyed that when i first listened to it and i was going like i got i almost forgot to play it tonight and i know we're going a little bit over time do you have a little bit more time for maybe a question more or two uh um, yeah go for it okay so uh i think carrie go ahead okay uh do you have a testimony of uh something that happened while you've been out playing the honky talks and what is your latest hit <laughs> You know what's funny? I really wish I had a camera crew following us around because every every trip it's something, and and we try to we try to stay focused on reaching the one because sometimes there won't be many people there. Sometimes there'll be a lot of people there, and if you can keep your focus on just trying to reach and engage with one person each night, like that's that's what we can control is is trying to just and all and thankfully i have a group of guys with me that are all on page so that's kind of as soon as we get off stage everybody's assignment is go find one person to talk to and um and sometimes it'll be more but but that's kind of our goal is to just try to reach one person a night um and that might be as simple as praying for them just listening to their story uh just talking to them engaging with whatever that looks like um but i you put me on the spot, Carrie. I, I could, I could, <laughs> if I had time to prepare, I could tell you a lot of cool stories. But I can just say this: like God is definitely moving, and He's moving fast in mighty ways. In the last three weeks, have been incredible. A guy, a big artist, huge artist, um, that started in Texas, and now he's like top ten ticket sales um, in the nation and uh, stadiums and arenas. He came out to our show in west texas uh, a couple weeks ago and i got the opportunity to pray with him um so it's just been st and, and this is someone who's going to the complete opposite end of the spectrum so it's just been stuff like that that's happening and and it's just it's when you get when you can see that that when you're when you take that leap of faith when you put yourself out there for god to use you like then then when you see him using you it's it's exciting and it's encouraging and it kind of puts wind in your cell um so that's been going on and I actually I actually just wrote a song like yesterday that's probably one of my favorites that I've written in a long time um, so I don't know if we have time to play that sure love that hey first first where do people buy what's the best place to buy is it iTunes or where else um, these days yeah whatever's on your phone iTunes Apple music uh, a lot of people do the streaming Spotify a Pandora um mm -hmm. of course i this these days the challenge isn't even getting people to buy your music it's just getting people to listen to your music for free because that's where we are so mm. i don't even care where people listen to our music I, I mean whether it's youtube or whatever one of the free outlets like i just appreciate people listening to it and sharing it with others because that's 
because we don't have access to the machine. We're everything we do is kind of organic, organic grassroots people telling people, and and that's that's kind of the extent of our exposure, along with uh, the limited radio play we get regionally. Okay. Um, so Correct. all that stuff helps us out when you share that stuff to all your social media outlets. Great. So we'll do one more Can question. You sing that song live. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we'll do one more question. We'll do one more, more question, and if you have time, we would love to hear the song live, <laughs> or uh, however you yeah. want to do that. If you said time, or, or if you want to listen to it, whatever you think. And when you said want to listen to it, did you meant go to YouTube, or do you mind you're going to grab your guitar there? No, I got, I got. I'll, like I said, I'll have to pull look up my word, my words, and probably read the script and try to not mess it up. But that yeah, would be that. awesome. Here, like. Hear like what a song I would write today sounds like. That would be awesome. So go ahead, die. Last question, then we'll get to uh, some live music. Hi, Curtis. Absolutely hey. love the music. Do you have any plans to tour in the UK or Europe at any point in the future? I would love to. Actually, I got the opportunity to come over there once. Uh, we did the Buckles and Boots Festival. Um, I, I bounced up to uh, Scotland and got to do... Uh, a show up there we did one in um in england uh proper uh, at a venue there um so i've done it one time and it's the challenge is getting booked just because we're not played on top 40 radio so if someone in the industry just were to go like try to find our stuff like they're not going to hear us on top 40 we did get some radio play over there on some of the stations that are in tune with the, the texas scene here so i would love to it's the challenge is just getting people that ha are in the position to book us to book us and uh and get us over there that's awesome awesome yeah if you wouldn't mind that we'd love to hear a song <laughs> let me go grab my guitar yeah what, what, a, what a huge privilege guys to be able to hear um from uh, such a man of God that is changed, you know, changed his whole career. He had that access road, right, to uh, go the party route and the way the cabal wanted, or just say no and go his own route. And Willowquit Guards glorified him, and he's got a bunch of number one hits, by the way. If you go to um, um, the YouTube and you just look up Curtis Grimes, now there's another Curtis Grimes that does country music, so make sure you get the right one. <laughs> um, but uh, again, if you do, uh, probably the easiest way to do it is to go to Curtis Grimes here. So we've got 12,600 uh, followers. So subscribe, make sure you and share his music if you don't mind. Uh, and you can type in Curtis Grimes, C-U-R-T-I-S-G-R-I-M-E-S, -E and then look for Noah Build a Boat as an example. And then you can see his channel, make sure you get the right channel, um, and then share that with your friends it would be really appreciated as we um he's out of the cabal system right he doesn't have it's all word of mouth is the way we need to go on this so uh anyway hey here's uh curtis grimes all right let's see let's see if this thing's gonna work all right i'll try to pull this off like i said it's fresh so if i, if I mess up bear with me <laughs> Two for one on a Friday night A sweet thing wearing a dress too tight The smell of smoke burning my eyes And all that ain't what I'm here for A line dance to Copperhead Road Kicking out lights at the end of a show Show looks fun, man, I know But that ain't what I'm here for I'm here to lend a helping hand Give someone a second chance 
walk them off a ledge if they need it to close a tab on my dime drive them home might save a life I've done it all and thank God I live to tell it cause I've been that guy a time or two before but that ain't what I'm here for I can walk you through a broken heart Or help you heal them unseen scars And catch you if you fall apart Yeah, man, that's what I'm here for Yeah, if you feel something weighing on your mind You can lay it on me, I got the time Let it all out line by line Cause that's just what I'm here for I'm here to lend a helping hand and give someone a second chance and walk them off a ledge if they need it. To close the tab on my dime, drive them home might save a life. I've done it all and thank God I live to tell it. Cause I've been that guy a time or two before. But that ain't what I'm here for. Beautiful. I lost my best friend of 20 years and was sitting in that chair out there, drowning in a pool of tears when a man sat down beside me. He said, here to lend a helping hand give someone a second chance and walk them off a ledge if they need it to close the tab on my dime drive them home might save a life i've done it all and thank god i live to tell it because i've been that guy a time or two before when you get a chance someday son paid for so that's what I'm here for yeah that's what I'm here for wow I love it wow so that's a brand new one I just wrote yesterday wow awesome awesome, awesome. Makes me cry. It's so beautiful. Yeah. We're so excited for you, Curtis. Uh, um, so, hey, I'm asking everybody out there to please make sure you go to YouTube and you um, follow um, him on YouTube as well as uh, subscribe to, to, to there. As well as you can go to iTunes. You can just buy the singles as well. Like you can just go to Noah's Boat and actually um, buy this, right? So uh, as an example, um, and I think as you, as you do that, you have to add, for in, in iTunes, you have to add a, I, iTunes versus just, just putting it into a playlist. Um, but that's one thing I do a lot. I go to iTunes, make sure you go to the iTunes when you do the search. So, um, and I think it's a tab up here when, when, you, when I'm logged into my other machine. But uh, you can buy it there. Any other places, any other places to make sure we're connecting with you? I'll have the, the 10 Fingers Ministry as well. Anything else, Curtis, where we need to make sure we connect with you? And that's pretty much it right now. Um, but, yeah, I always try to shine the spotlight more on the ministry than the artist stuff just because that's 
that's the most important aspect of this whole thing. Music's just the vessel that that we use to to ultimately reach folks and point people to Jesus. So that's what it's all about. Right. So, hey, if anybody's got a backstage pass, make sure you get back there. We're going to have a Bible study. Gus is going to be leading that, do a little bit of training on the neighborhood and do Gus. So that, that'll be beautiful. Um, but we wanted to just, curse you have time for another five minutes or so to where we can just have a couple people uh, lift you up in prayer. Absolutely. That'd be great. All right, so let's do that now. So uh, um, I'm just trying to pick, it, pick any, any volunteers that I know we have about ten prayer warriors out here. So, um, so, 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 what? Why don't we start with uh, Chris? Chris, and I'm trying to pick two people who haven't been involved yet, and then Terry, if you wouldn't mind uh, lifting them up, and uh, uh, and and I'll, I'll kind of anchor it in the three of us. So Chris and Terry, and I'll uh, anchor it. Let's let's lift uh, Mr. Curtis Grimes up. Yes. Curtis, that was great. I, uh, I'm a crier, so um, I spent most of my time crying during your songs, and God's going to take you far. Um, I kept feeling that every time that you were talking about your testimony. Um, God is going to use the heart that he has given you and that you've submitted to him, mm-hmm. and god is going to take you far in what you're doing um that's very very strong god's going to take you far farther than you can ever imagine Mm -hmm. and you just have to open up your heart to him follow him listen to him let him lead you and don't do it in your own strength and he is going to take you where he wants you to be so Father, I just thank you for Curtis. Lord, I thank you that you um, that you opened his eyes to be able to see where he was headed. Lord, and we thank you that you have given him the heart that you've given him and that he has turned his direction toward you and that he is all in. Lord, we ask you to touch his mind, body, soul, and spirit from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Father, we ask you that you would bless the ministry that he has created, that you have directed him to create. We ask that you would put a hedge of protection and a wall of fire around him, around all of the people that are part of the ministry and the ministry itself. We ask that you would bless the finances of the ministry and of him in Jesus' name, that he would have everything abundantly above anything that he could even ask or think lord and we thank you and praise you that he will go far with you leading and we praise you jesus in your precious name we pray amen amen terry would you mind terry or carrie terry t-e-r-r-y t-e-r-r-i okay go ahead terry Terry, you're welcome to as well, after Terry's dead. Terry, you're right. Terry, I'm sorry, you're still muted. Uh, since it's not muted, I guess your microphone's not working. So, so. Okay, is it working now? There you go, yep. Okay, I just had to switch it up, sorry. All right, Heavenly Father, we are so blessed in so many ways. Um, you provide for us, and part of your provision tonight has been for our guest. Um, to come and show us his heart. 
to show us that by standing on your strong foundation that anything is possible. He's unwavering in his commitment to you, and for that we are so blessed and so thankful. We just ask that you provide every protection for him and every advantage for him to be able to be used in your manner as you see fit and send him forth to continue to, to reach more people with your word and your love and your joy. We're just so blessed and we just ask that every need that he has that you will provide for, we know because you tell us that all we have to do is to ask and you will be the provider. So we are asking tonight for the protection for him, for financial um, ability to continue on with his job, to bless his ministry and to bless everybody that works with him. And what a joy he is. And thank you for that. In the holy, holy name of the Lord, amen. Amen. Um, Curtis, I feel some flow going. Do you mind if we have a few more here? <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, say, Carrie, would you, would you want, and, and, and then Terry. I mean, Teresa. Carrie and Teresa. Lord, we just come to you and we thank you for uh, a willing a willing body that was able to lay down all of those things, Lord, and, and serve you rather than serving the beast. And Lord, we just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for him only making it to the eighth level, Lord. What a miracle that was that he didn't get wrapped up in that. And we just thank you for that. And we thank you for all that he's doing and all that he's going to do. And we ask that you would continue to bless him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Teresa? Looks like you're still muted, but now she's trying to get that. There we go. There you go. There I go. <laughs> Hi. God bless you, sir. I thank you for your beautiful music. I ask the Lord to surround you with his angels and protect you in his love. And continue to guide you and give you wisdom and understanding so that your beautiful music will come through your guitar and out of your heart. And that you continue using his word to spread the word to those who don't know him. And I just thank you for all you're already doing. And I thank God for you now and ask him to bless you bountifully. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Yeah, Gus, do you mind lifting them up? Thank you, Teresa. Love to lift them up. Abba, Father, we thank you so much for what you're showing us in the heart of this man. Lord, I pray that many, many, many artists look at him and look at his courage, his, his boldness, and muster up the courage to break free from the strongholds of this mystery Babylon system, the cabal system, where where they drag everybody down to the kingdom of darkness, Lord. I pray he is a constitutional, God-fearing trailblazer that many will follow, Lord. This is just the beginning. I pray this all. I pray you protect him, watch over him, Lord. I pray that your holy angels, all rankings and divisions, go with him wherever he goes. Lord, those ministering spirits for God's elect, which we are, Lord, camp about him protect him and just lord fill him with witty ideas 
about your word to embolden and turn people to your word, Lord, in his songs and his music. We pray all this in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. Kurt, I know we have about 10 other people that could pray for you. We have prayer warriors here, so we'll do, we'll do that in private. But I just wanted to lift you up uh, one last time to let, before we let you go to say thank you so much, uh, uh, Lord. And I, I just lift you up, Lord, to say we want to bless you with this program. I think this program has been a blessing for many people to find a new artist that loves you and is singing such awesome songs that glorify you, Lord. So we ask right now, that your Holy Spirit fire just falls upon Curtis right now and that you will just refresh him like Acts 3.20 talks about and that Holy Spirit refreshing will come across you. You'll give him new ideas for songs and, and, and allow him to just be blessed in mighty ways. He'll wake up with the joy of the Lord tomorrow morning with that refreshment of even, he just wrote this new song, Lord, give him new songs, even more new songs that will glorify you even more and Lord will become something that you will use for your kingdom in a mighty way, Lord. We ask right now that you put that hedge of protection around him. Not only a hedge of protection around him, but his team, his extended team, his family, his extended family, as well as blessings across all of that. His team, his extended team, his future team, Lord. Just bless them in a mighty way. Amplify his voice like never before, more than he can even ask or imagine, as you use him for your kingdom, Lord. And we, by the power and authority of Jesus' name, the name above all names, by that authority and the, shed, the blood that he shed for us, by that power and authority, we call any spirits that are trying to keep him from moving to the area you want him, we call them removed by the mighty name of Jesus. And we usher in favor huge favor from you lord as you just make his path completely straight as he submits to you without leaning on his own understanding he just submits to you lord you make that path completely straight as that lamp is a light for his path path completely lord thank you for the lamp for his feet and the light that specifically for the straight path that you're making for him right now lord use this man in a way that uh, he 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 would not even think of lord i'm just thinking of other things where uh new ways of i'm just thinking like the chosen coming up with brand new models of funding um just give him insight and wisdom and knowledge and discernment about how he is going to use this ministry of ten fingers ministry which we call for huge blessings upon lord and then also his music new ways new things new new industry you're creating here in the arts and entertainment lord a mountain of cultural influence move this man up in that cultural influence remove those that are evil that are that are controlling this industry lord we call them down in the mighty name of jesus and we call usher in the remnant such as curtis grimes right now we love him love him we love you lord and we can't wait to see the success this man's going to have um, honoring you the entire way and for your glory and your glory alone. We say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, sorry for the length of this time. We went way over, Curtis, but thank you so much. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for having me, man. Thank y'all all for, for tuning in and, and taking time to, to let me share with you. I appreciate it very much. Do you yeah. want to hear what I have saying for you, Curtis? Yes, ma'am. All right. So I don't see, I don't very often get something that is so strong that it is so predominant in what I'm seeing for you. When Chris was praying, I saw a big heart and she talked about a heart. But I see a man I assume to be Jesus. He has walked up to you and he has daisies. And the daisies are really, really predominant in this. Something about daisies is very, very important. 
and it's going to play a very important role either in a song that you're going to write because I see little musics, little musics, uh, whatever they are, those little symbols for musics. I see that. I also see him placing his hand on your head and another hand on your heart. There's something with hand and heart and daisies. And I get the feeling that you're going to be writing a song that is going to go far, very, very far. That's what I'm sensing that this is about. But daisies, maybe daisies the name of a woman, but there's also, I see the white daisy. So I just thought I would tell you that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that for me. I was, I was just recording all that too, just so I could have it. Thank you. Yeah. It makes me cry. It makes me cry to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what a privilege. What a huge privilege. Uh, wow. I know we, uh, our, our interview is now um, uh, uh, almost hour and 25 minutes. So <laughs> we just want to say thank you so much, um, Curse Grimes. And we just, uh, just, 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 just can't wait to connect with you. So we'd love to have you back in to just kind of touch base with your career as you move forward, if that's all right with you. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. All right, guys. Hey, with that, we are going to um, be backstage. Now, if you have backstage pass, come there. We're going to start doing a Bible study with uh, Gus uh, that uh, usually starts at the, at the bottom of the hour, but we're going to start at the top of the hour here. So uh, God bless you guys. Thank you so much, Curtis. If everybody wouldn't mind uh, un unmuting and saying goodbye to Curtis Grimes. Thank you, Curtis. Bye, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. Bye, y'all. Bye, Bye y'all. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Blessings. Beautiful. Blessings. All right. Hey, guys, with that, we're going backstage. We'll be back there in about 45 seconds or so. You can join free, free at blessedteach.com. Blessed is the number two, teach.com. Go to the backstage tab. Love you backstage. And with that, God bless you guys. And uh, remember, stay in faith, not fear. Live by faith, not sight. God bless you. Talk to you soon.